incredible they, they broke into the radio studio and they killed him well hi i'm nicholas grayson your new host for sports middle for as long as we do the rest of this show um and with me i've got the rest of the sports i've got dylan skiffington guides editor at fanbyte.com i'm hockey sports i've got danielle riendo editor-in-chief of fanbyte.com i'm mma sports and also like f1 and I've got the, well, I mean, the, the nerves are still firing, I guess, in there. The, the corpse of John Warren, editor at large of fanbite.com. Football. And all right. So we've got everybody here and it's time to talk about the sports on this Wednesday, June 3rd, World Bicycle Day. How are you guys celebrating? Uh, how are y'all celebrating this World Bicycle Day? Well, I think I'm going to go take a bike ride through one of the many parks in Los Angeles. Oh, I'm one of my. I'm. I'm hearing I'm not able to do that ever. Oh, oh, oh. good. Boy. Now, now, John, is that because of your leg situation? No, or it's because, because I'll get because trapped on a bridge or something. Yeah. I'll probably yeah, just yeah, get yeah, trapped yeah. on a bridge or arrested for no fucking reason. Yeah, John, can you use a recumbent bike? Yeah, I can't get out of it. (laughs) I just like I I need like a crane or pulley system to basically like pull me up out of it. Yeah, like like a car getting a new engine. Yeah, but the thing is, I recommend bikes real quick, and this is this is a terrible thing for me to say. So just just brace yourselves. Whenever I see a like a a person using a recumbent bike like in the bike lane i'm just like you just look run overable to me yes. like there's you're, no you're, you there's, are you you, mm. could, you would fit so you look like you're in a coffin already and already. you're just you're just kind of waiting for us to close the loop on that yeah you're you're doing so much work for the for the other people so so. like share the road with what this this fucking alligator that's going faster down the road you're so much smaller than i am it's weird but yeah i can use a recumbent bike that's cool i've never been on a recumbent bike i mean like i've been on like a there so at hofstra the school i went to for one year before i was driven out by depression and racism um (laughs) i they had they had like a handful of their gym was really nice because they had just redone it um and that's kind of where i went to kind of spend my time uh and they had a couple of regular like bike machines and then at the like towards the end of spring semester, they bought like recumbent cycling machines. And I was like, yo. And then I played those. And I do I do say played because I did just treat them as video games because they had big screens. But this was obviously before Peloton. Gotcha. So like they just had really big screens in front of it in front of you. And it looked like we sports resorts cycling oh my situation God. where you picked a map and then they were like, here's a 3D recreation of like i don't know like the pch and then you would like just be on a bike with a bunch of other bikes um and you would just cycle up and down pch for like an hour i just just watched an old ass episode of rocco's modern life that had that like exact thing in it oh yeah they they got that's where they got the idea that's where they got the idea (laughs) it all came from rocco rocco's modern bike rocco's Ah! modern bike uh, well, that's it. Well, that's it. Thanks for that listening. Was a sport. Lord. Um, sports are. Well, I was gonna say sports are are still not happening, but we've received news about two big sports today. Yeah, Three we did. big sports this week, actually. Um, who wants to talk about which one first, or should I just kind of list which three are coming back for sure? Why don't you just list what's back and we can talk about how bonkers they all are. We've got, uh, major league soccer, uh, the United States and Canadian, well, partially Canadian soccer (laughs) league is coming back after just really like a fucking bonkers CBA negotiation fight, uh, where the owners were like trying to not basically not pay the players almost at all for this season. Um, Even though every single owner is a billionaire and they definitely could have just kind of like done what everyone else is going to do and get over it for this year. Right. Um, But the major league soccer players association and the ownership 
came to an agreement, so there's no lockout. And their tournament's probably going to start in July or August, um, and they will be in Orlando, Florida, uh, at the Walt Disney Wide World of Sports, and they will be sharing the space with the National (laughs) Basketball Association, who will also be uh, down in Orlando, Florida, with a 22-team return. They will be playing. Now, the format is the worst. There, there were so many better formats that they could have picked. The World Cup format would have been amazing and incredible, and they definitely should have just done that. But what we will get is a 22-team return to Orlando, so Steve Kirk doesn't have to shave, uh, and he can kind of hang out wherever he's living. Right. Uh, and there will be eight regular season games, uh, and the 16-seeded uh, playoff teams will be there so it's the 16 teams that are currently in the playoffs plus the people who are on the bubble so the pelicans the trailblazers the suns the kings and the spurs in the west and then the wizards in the east um so we're looking at the suns hornets bulls knicks pistons hawks timberwolves Cavs, and warriors are just done yeah, correct, okay. correct, correct. So, so Steve Kerr was got, right. So Steve so Kerr was, was right. like, we're we're done. We're not coming back. So <laughs> yeah, we're not he coming was back. Right. Okay. Um, Woj, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski over at the Entertainment Sports Programming Network uh, says <laughs> that if the number nine seed is more than four games behind, the eight seed will make the playoffs. If the nine seed is less than four games back, there will be a play-in tournament, presumably single elimination, to get in. Um, this this is this was the worst of the of the yeah. formats, I think. Right. Um, but I think for just so just so they didn't have to fuck with the language in the CBA, I think they were like, we have to do the rest of the regular season games and then move forward. Um, and then the National Women's Soccer League is guaranteed to be the first American Sports League back. Uh, they have a tournament starting uh, on June 31st, I think. It's at the end of this month or right at the beginning of next month. Um, and all eight of the National Women's Soccer League teams will be in Utah playing uh, at facilities owned by the ownership group of Real Salt Lake and the Utah Royals Football Club. Um, and they will be there for six weeks uh, in a World Cup style tournament. That will be airing on CBS All Access, the championship game of which will be airing on Big CBS. Big wow. CBS. So yeah. yeah. Well, can I can I mention that my sport, which has been inexplicably going for a long time, <laughs> uh, has a big fight this week, this weekend, where the first openly gay champion, and so far the only openly gay champion, Amanda Nunez, is defending her featherweight. Uh, belt against Felicia Spencer at UFC 250, I believe. Nice. Yep, that's what's going on in my sport. The sports oh. are happening. Are Didn't there, someone are there give any their openly... belt away? Oh, sorry. Yes, Go ahead. Henry Cejudo uh, retired. Henry Cejudo, also a two-belt champion, although I believe he had le- vacated the flyweight belt at this point. Uh, Triple C, uh, because he had two championship belts and also a, a, an Olympic gold, actually, in wrestling. I have Now I have a stupid question. Yes. Do you have to give the belt back? <laughs> I don't you think get to so. Keep the belt? I don't think okay. so. I, I think you can keep the belt. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think because, they like, make a new belt. Yeah, I think they make a new one each time. Like, when so. you win money in the bank, do you just, like, do you have to keep the, the, the briefcase? briefcase at your house? And if you forget to bring it to work that day? like No, like, <laughs> like, no, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. You have to travel with the briefcase. Yes. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Professional wrestlers have to take care of all of their own shit. Like, that's the thing that, like, people don't understand is that, like, they have to rent their own cars. They have to drive to the next fucking town. They have to, like, they have to do all that shit. They have to book their own hotels. What? Yes, at WWE. They're not. Fighters have to do a lot of the logistics as well. Um, Are they contractors? Not the the belt, though. Yeah, Yeah. they're all contractors. Oh. Sucks. Yeah, that's, this is, this is the big grift. Yep. This is, this is the up. big grift. Yeah. Um, Although the Athletic the big just show, did a, uh, a really cool piece, actually, on... Well, not even just a piece. <clears throat> it's going to be a multi-part series, I think. But 
they actually surveyed something like 170 fighters. Uh, and the overwhelming majority are, you know, privately, if you ask them anonymously, very much in favor of a union. However, there's still such a chilling effect of, of say, Uncle Dana um, that it, uh, people don't feel safe a lot of the time. Because uh, yeah. a lot of fighters who have spoken up uh, find themselves mysteriously cut from the roster. So Yeah, yeah. Weird. weird how that happens. Yeah, wild, <laughs> what a, huh? What a coincidence. Right? So, so strange. Now, yeah. Nikki. Yes. Those three sports you touched on. Yes. Do all of those have announced dates to return? Yes. Uh, well, the NBA has to ratify the, the NBA, vote, right? Yeah, but under the proposal, which is going to get approved, they yeah. the NBA starts on the 31st. Major League Soccer doesn't have a date yet. Uh, the NWSL, this is a f- stupidest fucking name, the NWSL Challenge Cup Utah 2020 um, kicks <laughs> off. <Ooh. laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. The NW, the, okay, the 2020 Challenge Cup no, sorry. The NWSL <laughs> 2020 Challenge Cup presented by P&G in secret oh is the actual name of the tournament. Lord. Um, they start on June 27th. Okay. Wow. Okay. Like, um, now, it's not far away. In terms of, in terms of um, like Orlando in Jul- like late June, July. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah what's up? Yeah, so kind of what are you going to... Like good climate, right? No, so everyone's going to kind of just like be 25 pounds lighter by the time they finish playing <laughs> uh, on account of the fact they will have sweat every drop Jesus of liquid out of Christ their bodies to yeah. drink uh, so much water Gatorade yeah. I don't know if you do sports endorsements do they do sports endorsements Gatorade no I don't think so they're they kind don't? of mostly no they're kind of mostly a like a business ah. like they, they're a B2B company so like okay. uh, it would be cool if like farm. Gatorade did some sports yeah. stuff because that stuff quenches thirst you know what I mean yeah that's <laughs> that delicious sports milk sponsor yeah. us yeah. um but yeah i'm legitimately excited about this nwsl thing um i think them not to discredit fighting but i think there is like there is a gap in the american okay. consciousness it's between okay. like when <laughs> when like sports come back people i think just forget that fights happen all the time so like when people are like i don't know any teams like what's a team there's like that's what i do for sure i'm like i don't know there's no fighting team so i can't grok this it's i don't okay. understand it's My like esports disease okay. <laughs> it's the same for me it's the same as esports disease where like the teams don't mean anything because like they rotate players out so fast that it's like i can't attach myself to this because yeah. they're not from anywhere well um, and, and there's no off season now with fighting i mean fighting yeah. like ufc specifically used to take i mean most like almost a six week gap between some of their events um, yeah, now there's, uh, now there's there been, stuff every week. God, a couple weeks ago, there was three events in one week. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is wild. So now when, it's, it's typically weekly. Um, right. But so when you, there's when actually you, been pushback on that as well, because a lot of people were feeling that some of the cards were extremely watered down. Like, oh, right. Oh, really? oh, there's one fight that people might care about kind of thing, um, which I also actually kind of hate as an instinct because I don't know. I, I want to watch all of the fights that right. people yeah. want to put on. I find something interesting in all of them. I'm also a fucking dork, so I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what were you going to ask, John? <sighs> <sighs> no, no, no. Ah, I just don't remember. Uh, okay. I was too. So, I was busy watching Dirk Nowitzki paint a wall in Dallas. <laughs> Oh, which wall is he painting? Uh, I you know really nondescript wall. Uh, Weird. He's just painting um, it red. I saw so many. Um, when okay, this is not at all related. The the on Sunday, the day after the biggest protest of the weekend. I live like two blocks away from the where majority of the stuff went down on Saturday here in LA. Um, and on Sunday morning, we like went on a walk to go like see what had happened. Yeah. Um, we walked to the Grove, which is like an outdoor mall owned by Rick Caruso, uh, an asshole. Um, <laughs> and there were people uh, who did not work for Rick, uh, but were just strangers who like lived off of third who were like painting the Starbucks. 
I've I've because they were like because they were like the Starbucks is, oh, is no. soiled. So they were painting the Starbucks. The worst thing I've seen, honestly, was a group of people getting uh, graffiti off of a Chase uh, bank. The bank, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, citizens God. just being like, we got to make sure that the Chase bank looks good for everyone. Yeah, that poor bank. Yeah. I, that that one kind of broke my brain because there there's been a lot of this like community cleanup stuff that I've been like yeah this is great like if we're gonna like put our money where our mouth is in terms of like community uh, policing and organizing and also just like doing everything I'm like yeah like th- this is fine like this is a cool thing to see but I, the cleaning the fucking Starbucks or Chase Bank I'm like no 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 yeah. this is terrible it's been their um, learning. It's a bad. It's bad. It's um, uh, you think we could go play football on Chase Bank? Yeah. Oh, so here's the thing. I really do think that I, I have a handful of longstanding thoughts. Yeah. I think all closed malls in this country should be converted into go kart tracks for at least six months. Now, not like okay. Closes. Now, not like a place to house like homeless people or anything, but like no carts. Let, John, let me That's fucking where I thought finish. I was <laughs> You turn it into a go-kart course for six months and then you allow while that time is happening, you allow people to work on how you're going to convert this mall into housing. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Because that six months I get to experience driving a go-kart through a former Claire's. Right. And then later on, someone will get to live in that Claire's. Yeah. (laughs) I also Um, feel like you could make the upper levels. Like yes. immediately, right? Like you could just take the the bottom level, all go kart all the time, right? But like yeah. upper levels, if I guess I know some malls don't, but if you have two three floors, like go ahead, go go ahead and start converting those, mm-hmm. and then you get you get both best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, but then you don't have the fun like Bowser level kind of element of going right. up the stairs. You oh, know? That's well, that's what point. the six months is yeah. for. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because gotcha. gotcha. that allows you, while the construction is happening, to turn Claire's and um, the Limited Two into, <laughs> like, uh, into homes. You yes. can still have the escalators get turned into ramps. Yeah. Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, um, I kind of laughed at this idea. It fucking whips. We should yeah, actually yeah. do it. For real. <laughs> we should buy a mall because like Easy. I'm like I'm just thinking about like every place I've ever lived and just off the top of my head being able to name like four or five massive abandoned structures yes. that like we could just it's a TV show it's just like it's every uh-huh. it's every season is you know, re, you know a new you know new racers but also just like through the season you get to see the progress of the place being actually made uh-huh. and then the last race is like okay we're done and now everyone and it's a big celebration big and everyone celebration. and the folks move in it's like the end of great british bake-off yeah where, yes. where all of the people come move into the tent that they have to yeah. rebuild every summer and it's always carnival <laughs> themed which seems odd <laughs> to, <Right>. me. <laughs> to me um yeah that's my but that's one of my idea. ideas my other idea is that grocery st- closed grocery stores should be turned into laser tag arenas like really big laser tag arenas yeah. before they're turned into housing I like that. I love too. this, Nikki. I I want you to be the person who who makes these decisions. Thanks. Like, how do I make Same. this happen? How I don't do I know. Make this happen? Can you run I'm for running? Can you run for, for urban planner? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I have. I'm gonna. I have to. Well, I have to quit this. Go to school for civil engineering. Ah, shit. Uh, you know that there's a lot of math involved in civil engineering. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so the National Women's Soccer League Challenge Cup. Who you all got? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that team with the very cool uniforms. Ah, uh, the Portland Thorns. Yes, they're very good. Uh, now, is that a John, good team? Who do you got now? So there. So there's the beautiful thing about the NWSL. There's only nine teams, mm. um, but there's still parity, which is wild. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one like lights out good team, the North Carolina Courage, ah. um, and they have won back to back championships. Um, and then like they're number one, they're like S tier. A tier is kind of uh the OL Rain, which formerly uh the Washington Spirit uh owned they're now owned by uh a French football group 
um, that has a French team, a French men's team and a French women's team. And now they have the Washington team. Um, and then them and Portland are kind of in the second tier. And then there's like two more tiers. Uh, I, I gotta but like say, Orlando's down at the bottom. It, it's, it has to be Portland. I'm, I'm looking at the rest of these yeah. teams and just kind of like, like my knee jerk was Houston, but God, that's a bad logo. Yeah, the Houston <laughs> Dash have a pretty bad logo. And what a good name, too. Houston Dash is good. good. They're yeah. awake. Their away kits are cool. Yeah. They've yeah. got a, they've got Oh, a they just cool. revealed new ones. Oh, they did? Today. Oh, these are fresh. These are hot. Hold on. Let me get this link. I know there's a, a New York oh, yeah. team, and maybe I should care about them. Should I care uh, about them? The new, the new Jersey... What are they called? The sky, sky blue, New Jersey sky, sky blue. blue. Yeah. Damn, this is going to be such a big season for them because they were going to play all of their home games at Red Bull Arena, which is where the Major League Soccer New Jersey team plays. Yeah. And that was yeah. going to be really great for them. Like off of the wave of this Women's World Cup, like people were about to get really way into women's soccer. And, yeah. uh, and of course, right. we were robbed. Um, yeah, we were, huh? This is the new dash kit. These are nice. Not as good as the Chicago or Portland ones, but these are nice. No, that's good. It's I mean, those are great colors, you know. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. I was looking at <laughs> I the mean, older ones and I think the they're thorns, better. Obviously. Like the, Now that <laughs> we're this. talking about yeah. Houston, Houston Houston, there was so the cool thing about Major League Soccer. OK, so in soccer, like basically every team has a shirt sponsor. Right. Right. But sure. because Major League Soccer is inept, sometimes you get years where um, the teams don't have shirt sponsors. Uh, Dynamo. So like two years ago, 2018 Jersey or two years ago, the Houston Dynamo had the best kit in Major League Soccer. Yeah. And they didn't have to ruin it with a uh, fucking shirt sponsor. Right. <laughs> here it is here. So it it's like a oh. it's like the Houston sunset, I presume. Mm. Um, it's just so clean. If it there's was, no if it was a Houston sunset, it would just uh, be a lot of cars yelling at each other going <laughs> going, going into Katy, Texas. That's that's what that would be. Incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can buy that from Major League Soccer uh, for thirty five dollars right now. That, that's a good kit. I the Dynamo used to have, a t- have terrible kits. The yeah, Dynamo had did. really bad kits for a long time. Yeah. Well, Remember when uh, they were so good? Oh, Do you remember when they were good? Remember when they used to be the um, San Jose Earthquakes? I do. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, God, so, Major League Soccer fucking just is the dumbest league in America. It's pretty like. weird. Yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> Danielle, what were you going to say? Sorry. I, I was going to ask. So, Nikki, you, you've posted a bunch of stuff uh, that I read and got very excited about, about how some of the players had like some say over the Portland uh, yes. design and like got super involved in like obviously like of course in quarantine times like I'm sure they're working out I'm sure they're practicing to some extent but it's not the same as if it were actual season right. or preseason so like I don't know I just thought that was cool do you do you, I, I guess I don't remember all the details of it but I just thought it was very cool that like a lot of players got super involved yeah uh, the, and maybe so, that's part of why it looks so good <laughs> yeah there's definitely so Portland as uh, the Thorns as a as an organization. And so does basically every other sports team in the Oregon area benefits greatly from the fact that Nike is down the road Mm. Um, and they have a very good relationship. Merritt Paulson, the owner of the Portland Thorns, has a really good relationship with the folks over at Nike. So they get to do stuff that like traditionally really, 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 really big European clubs get to do, which is like. Nike and Adidas are the same way. And basically every other kit manufacturer, they have templates. Right. And they it's just because it's like it's easier to manufacture this kind of stuff. So you have a template and Nike will have six templates, but they all look the same, Mm. which gets you into situations where like the United States men's national team kits two years ago looked exactly like the French men's national team kits because they were basically just color blocked on the torso and then color blocked on the 
shoulders and like the shades of blue were basically the same. So like they were they looked basically the same. But for teams that Nike actually cares about, they're like, no, listen, we'll just like figure it out and you kind of get to do what you want. Um, So this year, Portland, uh, the Thorns and Nike work together to get this really good looking um, black kit with like rose uh, like it looks like it's a su- it looks like it's sublimated, um, right, but it's yeah. not. But it's so so cool. It's just like roses all over the kit, um, and like little pops of red, and then a huge Jersey Mike's logo on the back. Yeah, <laughs> 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 which is frustrating, but it's fine. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Everyone should go buy one. No. Yeah, Nikki. Mm-hmm. So earlier I, I I did ask because I, I do think it's interesting that all these. Uh, Sports. There's a helicopter outside my apartment. Um, Hell yeah! I did. I did think it was interesting that all these uh, leagues have basically announced that hey, we're coming back in like a month and a half, and they've revealed all their playoff plans or whatever. Yeah. But uh, so last week the NHL did announce their plans. Ah. Oh. What do they got going? So uh, normally the playoffs are 16 teams. So basically, the top half of the league, uh, you know, are eight on each side, uh, mm-hmm. eight from each conference. Uh, but they're going to twenty-four for this because they want to be Ooh. fair to the teams that were on the bubble. Yeah. Uh, which, in reality, it's twenty-three teams plus Montreal because Montreal did not deserve to be in the playoffs, which everyone <laughs> unanimously. <laughs> uh, Montreal had like one of the worst years ever. They had like two 10 game losing streaks and they're still Hell in the yeah. playoffs. That <laughs> wins. Which that's right. really cool because like I'm sure they thought they were turning it around and then they fell <laughs> off the cliff again. <laughs> <laughs> which for the record was a uh franchise record most games lost in a row ever, but they did it twice this year. That's incredible. So th- wow. they get in um but but what the NHL is doing uh cuz they always do the bracket system, you know, 1 versus 8 two versus seven, whatever. Right. Um, so they usually do that, uh, but they're going to do a plan where the top eight get buys past the first round. Uh, so the best four from each league are already in, uh, and the rest of them have to, you know, fight for the last playoff spots, uh, which is weird because, because um, those teams essentially get a, you know, while they do have to fight for their spot, they do get to play earlier and play more games than the teams that have buys. So if the NHL is just like, yeah, we'll give you some uh, round robin for fun games to the, to the teams that get buys. And it's it's That'll do. It's, it's a weird system. It's it's super weird. And, and the, the strangest thing is they still have no date for return. Like weird. They didn't. So they came to, out with the format, but didn't say when. Yes. Like they, bizarre. What? They have no reason to release it this early. Like, we might not play till October. Like, they've already said, like, hey, we might not start the next season until January 1st, 2021. Now, that's (laughs) fucked up. So, like, when, where does the, where does the shortened off season happen? Like, like, where are they going to play playoffs? Yeah, like, where are they going to, yeah, like, what are they going to do? Well, no, no, like, I mean, like, if next season doesn't start until January, when when are the playoffs that year? Are they still going to be in they June? They just shorten the season, yeah. Oh, they just shorten the season. So there's just one like a, season in like the a, run of the CBA that is just It'll shorter. be like a 30 to 40 season game instead of like an okay. 80 season game. But yeah, they're That's doing the wild. same thing as the fucking NBA where they're like, it could be in any of these 13 host cities for the playoffs. <laughs> like, we don't know when. Are they going to... Um... Well, I lost it. I'm sorry. Well, it's gone. So no, it's okay. Are they, no, are I they going to play with gone. the ball now? That's what yep. you're going to ask. Oh no! Hockey I was going to say, are they going to do the thing where it's empty, or are they going to do where the the NF the thing the NFL is basically planning, which did have folks still in there? I think, <laughs> but at 25. percent I think empty. What? That's one of the things I was disappointed in. We never got to hear an empty NHL game, which would be wild because yeah. they swear yeah. up by a storm. Yeah. yeah. And the only thing. That makes it so you don't hear most of it is the crowd. <laughs> so. Yeah, the the NFL thing is so weird because like in those stadiums, twenty five percent might as well be nothing. Yeah, they're so exactly. big, and on TV, there's it's gonna like it's gonna sound like a big crowd is bored instead of no one being there. But yeah. what 
here's the thing that Major League Soccer used to do, which Major League Soccer still kind of plays in some NFL stadiums. Yeah. Stadia. What some of them used to do is they used to put everybody on one side. Right. Yeah. Okay. So like that's how high that's like how high school sports do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they'd put they'll put all 25% of the capacity of the building, but on one side. So from the television angle and perspective, it looks like there's a bunch of people there. Right. But and with the they pandemic, they won't do this. Though. Right. Exactly. They right. won't do this. Yeah. You're well, they, have- well I, I, they shouldn't do it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be so confident to say that they won't, but yeah. they should do it. And I, I expect them not to. But yeah. Yeah. Now, another wild thing. Yeah. Is that the CBA is up after the end of next season. Hmm. Now, oh, would shit. you consider this an interesting, good climate to have a CBA negotiation? Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> like there's no yeah, one playing. I mean, I would too, because I think so, it's an interesting time. But they were just like, nah, we're not going to do it. We're just going to wait till the end of next season. And so that's you're already so missing, weird to me. You're already missing essentially a full season between six months of this year and six months of next year. So why yeah. would you not just do it? Because if they have a lockout after next year, right? After having a season where they missed the end of a season, have, yeah. short, have weird playoffs, they're going to have a shortened season next season. And then they miss a season like that's two years with no hockey. You know how bad that's going right. to be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, this is like absolutely one of the least important things to worry about during this time. But I, I have been thinking a lot about like young players in all these leagues that have been like tried to develop and also like really old players who are like About making retire. basically a retirement tour like Vince Carter in the NBA and stuff like that. Who, yeah. Whose season is whose career is just over. In the most like anticlimactic way possible. Such a um, I've been thinking about that a lot, and especially if like hockey just basically is like, yeah, we're basically just not going to have hockey for a while. It's like, well, you know, a lot of hockey players play into their forties or at least yeah. more than mm-hmm. other leagues, but it's like that's still, I don't know, it's still, it's a, re- it's still it's a, a reverse lost generation situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, cause it's the same, it's the same in soccer. Like, uh, like there's, there's a longstanding, uh, idea that the United States men's national team lost a generation of players by which people mean like between the Landon Donovan era right. of people and pe- basically people my age. Yeah. Um, and like a little bit older than me. So like 28 to like 27 to 29, basically Mm. like there's like there's a set of players that ostensibly should exist, but basically none of them are still playing professional soccer um, because they just like fell through the cracks for whatever reason, Um, which kind of got gets us into situations where like we have a lot of really old men's national team players and then people younger than me, but like there's nobody in the middle so, like, yeah, that would be really interesting to see if we just lose, if the NHL just loses all of its olds and then very suddenly it becomes a young league. Yeah. yeah. Or if they find more old Russian men. There's been, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there have been a lot of people that have just decided to retire because they know exactly what's going to happen. Like, they're not going to yeah. play this yeah. year much. They're not going to play next year much. And then with the CBA, they're just like, yeah, I'm out. See you. It's wild. It's just so it's just sad. I mean, it's not, yeah. you know, yeah. not even remotely the saddest thing that's going on, but it's just like I don't know. I and I think a lot about young players too that might be missing that kind of, you know, uh, on the field, on the court, in the ring time to actually yeah. develop. Well, they're not missing in the ring time. I guess every ring sport is basically still <laughs> doing their thing. Uh, but yeah, I think uh yeah, I I've, I've been thinking about that a lot. Uh, speaking of a career cut short for stupid reasons, uh, I guess I've been really thinking a lot about, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, this week, who, yeah. um, <laughs> the, uh, blackballed and disgraced, uh, NFL quarterback, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick, you don't remember oh, him? Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he um, lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, he he uh, took the San Francisco 49ers to a Super Bowl where he averaged a uh, 91.6 quarterback rating, uh, had uh, an incredible year. Uh, He completed, uh, let's see, looking here, uh, 58.4% of his passes, 21 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's a pretty good ratio. Yeah, 92 rushes for 524 yards that season. Ridiculous. 
uh, in, in with, uh, that year, in that era of the NFL, which like was not that long ago, but yeah. like at that time, the NFL, that is ridiculous. Uh, well, yeah. So this was this was in 2013. So, they, you know, seven years ago when he had this season. So yeah. four yeah. touchdowns rushing. He only lost that game because Beyonce fucked him. Yep. That's pretty much yeah. it. That's straight up, that's straight up what happened. <laughs> they were gonna win that game, and then yeah. the power went out, and they lost their momentum. And they lost the momentum completely. Um, yeah, I won't re uh, rehash all of it, but obviously, when he started to uh, kneel uh, during the national anthem and just be more uh, vocal about uh, police brutality and racist violence in the United States, uh, he was basically ridiculed. Um, threatened, uh, dismissed, um, pretty much both by the league, by other players, except for some pockets like Eric Reed and others. Uh, his best friend, Nick Bosa. Mm hmm. And, (laughs) uh, and, uh, and even, even most coaches, general managers, like they, they were pretty uniformly, Mad at Colin Except Kaepernick for, this for doing this. Fucking asshole! Today, today, Pete Carroll was like, "Yeah, I was going to bring that this up." Guy a lot. Yeah, it's like okay, my guy. Yeah, Seattle Seahawks he, coach Pete Carroll did say uh, in a podcast that he did with uh, uh, Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich, uh, both NBA coaches, um, both outspoken NBA coaches. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich have also uh, two two white authority figures in the NBA that have pretty much always just said the right thing about all this shit from the jump. So which uh, like a lot of, I think legitimately a lot of Steve Kerr's activism just came down that tree from pop. I do too. Yeah. And, and, and I just think like, he just seems like a person who likes to listen to other people and not, uh, I don't know, not assume too much. Anyway, Pete Carroll, who is, I don't know, 98 million years old at this point. Um, <laughs> 9-11 truther. Yeah. Uh, he basically just went on this podcast uh, and just said, oh, yeah, we we owe a tremendous amount to him for sure. Yeah, all right. Fucking stupid. Just, and, uh, and I just. Yeah. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> like, I just. <laughs> There is literally never been a player perfectly built to be Russell Wilson's backup in the history of the NFL. Like I just like even from like a from a Colin Kaepernick deserves to be a starter in this league. Yeah. But like when you just think about I mean, I'm passively a Seahawks fan when I like think about the way that Pete Carroll has set up the Seattle Seahawks to kind of succeed, which is he puts pieces of paper on the OL and then expects Russell Wilson to do magic. Um, And then he does it. So it's like pretty good strat. But like there's literally nobody who's played in the NFL in the last 15 years who would be a better backup for that system than Colin Kaepernick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, to be clear, Colin Kaepernick would probably be either a number two backup on most NFL teams. Oh, actually, fuck that. He would be number two on, on every NFL team and a starter for, I would say, I would say maybe 15 teams. Yeah. Your Buffalo bills of the world. Yeah. Uh, th- this guy was not only a good player, but he 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 really kind of wanted to do a lot of the work involved with what we're saying. And he is a a person who is that exact example of when people do their hand wringing and bullshit over uh, over looters and over violence and over aggressive protesting tactics. Um, this is exactly the kind of thing that like people were doing all the time and this one guy that had a huge platform and he was ridiculed for doing it with his huge platform by the way he was always pointed as being someone who is a hypocrite because he was getting paid so much money to actually do you know to actually play football but he was taking time away from that to say actually there's really more important shit going on The, the the perfect example of how to use your platform in a way that actually does good in the world ridiculed for years basically kicked out of the league uh kept out of it kept out of every other league because he's basically worth way more than every other football league could ever pay him and still knows that he's worth more and won't take less which i respect um yeah it's 
it, it's just I can't really say anything else. It's just like one of those things that is so tremendously fucking sad. And I'm not saying it would have prevented the death of George Floyd or any of the other what fucking 600 people that have died between when he left and when he and, and now like that's that's not what I'm saying. But it's like. I think a lot of good could have come of fucking anyone with another platform with anyone within that league, Roger Goodell, fucking anyone just saying this is a fine thing to do. Yeah. And, and, and that it almost would have been worse if it had, I mean, it almost would have been better if it had just been ignored somehow, but like the fact that it was just always, a target for scorn for the exact mm, the exact thought of demographic of the NFL, which like I think <laughs> the NFL's demographic audience is actually pretty diverse, but like the ones that they think spend the most money are fucking thin blue liners. And it's just right. And it's just it's I don't, it's very upsetting to me to think about how things might be different if shit like that was actually taken seriously. So I don't know. I'm just just thinking about that. So so clearly it just makes the hypocrisy like stand out with a highlighter and bold text of like, Oh wait, the proper way to protest. Like he was doing it for years and years and you, you cut your fucking Nike check marks off because of it. Like, you know, like it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just such a clear indication, uh, number number one million at this point. But it's just a clear indication that it's it's not the protest. It's just what it would actually fix is what people are mad about. Yep. And that's that's the most upsetting part is that it's just a huge, seemingly huge group of people saying it's actually fine that it's this way. Yeah, it's actually cool and good, and we love it. Yeah. So, anyway, I've been thinking about Colin Kaepernick a lot this week. Yeah. I mean, I think about Colin Kaepernick a lot anyway, honestly, because, you know, he he was in the league long enough to get paid, so I'm not saying he's, like, in some sort of dire situation, but the dude gave up a fuck ton to, to just be on this side of stuff, and... And I don't know. I, I respect it. And it's, uh, I don't know, sad. Anyway. Yeah. It's a bummer. In other sad news, um, Rob Gronkowski is no longer the 24-7 champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ron, uh, R-Truth, Ron Killings, did go to, go, did go to his house in uh, Florida and uh, win the WWE 24-7 championship away from uh, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, there, there are rumors flying that like there's actually like a, a falling out between the WWE and Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, like like a he didn't tell them that he was coming back to the NFL situation I, kind I, of deal. I, I, I like Rob Gronkowski is hilarious because he he one has basically just copped to this kind of behavior for years of just like being. A kind of like, oh, what? no, I, I didn't know. But he's like completely knows everything he's going to do and just lies about it constantly to the people who <laughs> who like sign him. Like he he basically like forced uh, for, he basically forced the Patriots, uh, to, you know, to basically allow him to come back and do this because he, he still had to basically jump through hoops with them to do all of this and just apparently lied about it the entire time and yeah. lied to the WWE about it, too, because they think the idea was he would actually come in and be a fairly frequent like guest wrestler, kind of like Ronda Rousey was. And he just fucking pulled the wall over on everyone, which is kind of, I don't know. I'm like, whatever, dude. I don't mind. mind. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Um, But yeah, that's a huge, the guy that, um, the guy that pins him, his name, R-Truth, is dressed like the, it's dressed like the first guy in the sunken place in, um, Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, 
I don't think I've actually seen the thing, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I it's haven't on, seen the footage. It, you know of it. what? It's on ESPN's front page. It's huge news. Is it really? Yeah, this yeah. is big. Oh, wow, you're right. I'm just, I'm just proud that I know what's going on because I, I read again the athletic piece that's like uh, went up last week. That was like, oh, the best uh, celeb, you know, athlete, re- you know, athletes from other sports going into wrestling. So I read the entire chronicle and saga of uh, Gronk. And his wrestling escapades. Rescapades. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah, there he is. There he is. See him? Yeah. Looks just like that guy from Get Out, the movie. <laughs> Sorry, the documentary. Get the Out. Documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Lakeith Sanfield's character? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. He's dressed exactly <laughs> like him. <laughs> It's the hat. It's 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 mostly the hat. hat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's totally the hat. Well, Dylan, who's going to win the uh, Stanley Cup if they come back? Yeah, he's getting that big, big milk jug. No, I don't. Milk jug? I don't. don't, don't They drink milk out of that one, right? Uh, They eat cereal out of it sometimes. I don't know. Fucking gross. (laughs) That's so gross. Can you imagine (laughs) sharing a spoon with someone whose teeth just got knocked out? Oh, get that checks in there. Honestly, I can't imagine doing what they do with it just because they pass it. Or, like everyone gets one day with it after you win it. It's gross. And who knows? They fuck it. They fuck the it. cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, they didn't even like me. You fuck the cup. <laughs> I slept with Lauren Stanley's cup. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Stupid. Gonna, I don't know who's going to fuck it. Nobody's Sorry. played in so long. Well, okay, but like, like, go out on a limb. You're, you're, you're Barry Melrose. You got I'm your also, hair slicked back. You're in your suit. I'm also like biased. I mean, I, the Bruins are the Caps, probably. I don't know. Okay, so Bruins are think? Caps, right? The Bruins are what? the Capitals. Yeah. Okay. One of those two, I think. Okay. Capital Bruins. Capital there are no, Bruins. There are no California teams, which is good. Nikki, no who's belt. gonna win the uh, the NBA championship, the NBA title? The Lakers, baby. No, it's gonna be the Bucks in five. Or, uh, Bucks in six. Okay, so here's the, mm. here's legitimately the thing. I do remember. I think on late lunch, I put down on paper that I said the Bucks were gonna play the Clippers uh, in the finals, and the Bucks were gonna win in six. Yeah. Now that I think enough time has passed, uh, I legitimately do think the Lakers are gonna be able to kind of swing this one back. Um, and I think it's going to be Bucks, Lakers, Bucks and six. <laughs> I think Bucks, Lakers sounds right to me. I have a bold prediction that I'm sure is is some biased song, but there's some there's some real logic Wizard behind it too. Suns. No, okay. no, no, no. Wizard I, Suns. I think the Mavs are going to make it to the to the semis. Oh. Yeah, At, I, no, like that. I think seemed, they the legitimately Mavs seem like a team that would beat the Clippers. Yeah. I, I agree. Like the like, Clippers, the Clippers like would fall apart. And, I can definitely see a world where the Clippers fall apart to the Mavs and then get swept in this semis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I like against the Lakers, we would get swept like a hundred percent because we we did not do well against the Lakers in either game that we played uh, in the season. But like, um. Well, that was one of the last. Well, I mean, there was that was one of the last NBA games I watched. I only remember because LeBron and AD didn't play and the team was led by Kyle Kuzma and Rajon Rondo. And we still won by like 25 points. Yeah, y'all won big. And then and then we had that that fucking barn burner, though. Yeah. The uh, the overtime game, which was really good. That game was good. I miss basketball. Yeah, me huh? too. But I, I think the Mavs, and, and it's mostly because Chris Stapps Porzingis' knee injury, which is just basically always there. He what what happens with him is that he's good for about like 20 games and then he's shut down. So I kind of yeah. feel like, okay, this is the perfect environment for him to just like have a good 20 game burst mm-hmm. and then he won't be good. And anymore. he's done. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's why I think that'll happen. That's cool. I, um, I, I'm just, I'm mostly annoyed that they're not doing the group, the World Cup format. Yeah. Um. Well, because for multiple reasons, that's the most exciting format for sports. Straight, like straight up. There's nothing better than like a month straight of us, a single sport 
where every single game that you are watching, you know for a fact that it matters. Right. So like yeah. that is it's just so concentrated and so good that the World Cup format, like I will die thinking that it is the best format for a sports tournament. But it's also fucked up because we won't get to see if it is fun and entertaining in the NBA for them to like do some sort of like winter session tournament in the same way. Like this would have been a really good test bed for that. But I also think that like they wanted to not fuck with stuff and try to have this one be as normal as possible before they started playing with stuff. Right. But that makes I sense. I don't know. Uh, I can't believe I get to watch Anthony Davis cry in October now. Oh, yeah. It's going to be cool. Yeah, it will be cool. Uh, Danielle, who's going to win the Dana White Cup? <laughs> it's the answer to that is always Dana White. Hell yeah. Uh, always and forever. He will always win everything ever as long as he is this much of a douche. Um, I will say I, I my money is not my money. I don't actually bet. So let's be clear. But that's, my, that's, uh, hey, Danielle, that's a great save. That's a great save. Great save. <laughs> <laughs> great save. I've never you guys know put why I have three jobs. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> Those Berkeley trucks go straight to Caesar's Palace. Oh, yep. <laughs> Teaching two classes this quarter, you know what. <laughs> uh, um, my proverbial money that I don't actually put is <laughs> uh, on uh, uh, my girl, Amanda Nunez, soon to be a mom, Amanda Nunez, uh, for defending her 145-pound title on Felicia Spencer. Yeah, again, openly gay champion. Uh, she and her, I believe, fiance, oh. who is also a fighter. Oh, oh. Are expected Nikki, to be Nikki, you no, and yeah, I did the same okay. fucking thing. Okay. We did the same thing. I was like, wow, is that safe for me? Like, is that Guys, safe? they're gay. Is that safe they're gay. for baby? I guess. They're gay. <laughs> I missed Nikki. I just turned, it, turned into mommy bloggers gay. on this fucking thing. We're like, wow. I don't know if a suplex is safe for baby. It's like, that's not good. Uh, I will say, cool cool thing about a fighter who is a mom, genuinely cool, I promise. This past weekend, Mackenzie Dern uh, got the very first leg lock submission in UFC women's history, which is very exciting. She got a beautiful knee bar, which is like the move I'm trying the most. The last time she fought a few months ago was only five months after giving birth. That's fucked she, up. That's, she put a baby wild. outside of her body, like, you know, pushed it outside yeah, yeah. of her body. And five months later, she was in fighting shape, That's took incredible. on a fight, and she's back in the win column now. She did lose that fight. It was by unanimous decision. She wasn't knocked out or anything. Um, but, like, I, I just, I got to show her respect for both the leg lock and also for, like, having a baby and then fighting a few months later. That's so. incredible. What? Yeah. Um, now, wait, is, you just said something <laughs> wild to me. That yeah. When was this? The knee bar uh, thing. Which part? The knee bar thing was on Saturday. That was the first leg submission in women's UFC? Yeah, apparently. Which I think is wild. That's, I mean, now, I that's will say, insane. That's crazy. I agree. Because I, I am starting to understand and love leg locks. They are less common in MMA in general than arm submissions, triangle, like the more common right. uh, setups. Just because... If you're in guard, if you're in the bottom position in yeah. MMA, it's considered disadvantageous because you can get punched in the face from there. I, ca- I guess I just feel like grappling. Yeah, it's more common. Yeah. OK, I guess I just feel like I've just seen MMA fights where someone basically just like trips and falls into a heel hook at some yeah. point. You know, yeah. I mean, like I'm just it's just it's so common that like I that I feel like I've seen people go for that move so much. I just assume that like a lot of submissions happen that way. So that's that's my bad. It certainly has absolutely worked. There's plenty of fighters who are kind of known for that, but they are less common in MMA than pure grappling. Pure grappling, everything is basically not common, but you know what I mean? Like all submissions are basically like, I don't want to say equal or anything, but would you say everything is permitted? Oh well, <laughs> no holds barred. Uh, there is that UFC two where the guy just 
punched the dude in the balls to like pass out or whatever. But my <laughs> favorite fucking <laughs> video on the internet. UFC UFC two. Yeah, it's UFC I think two. It's two. Uh, do, and, yeah. and whatever you do, and this is this is for all the folks at home too. Do not look up what that guy is like that got hit in the balls a lot. He is a like a he did very bad crimes and deserved every single one of those ball hits. But yeah, wait. So when yeah. I Google UFC two, it's just um the video game UFC two. <laughs> That's the one. They got that SEO juice. You no, know? but you it's, it really was video. That, yeah. Anyway, uh, just just Google UFC guy balls or something like that. UFC yeah. guy balls. Uh, this is a lot of pictures. <laughs> that I, I mean, there's there's a lot of low blows in the UFC. They're not legal anymore. Yeah, to be fair. clear, you get five minutes to. Uh, and actually, in women's MMA, they also allow you the five minute for a low blow because it, it still hurts kind of thing. Um, fun fact. I've seen that happen. I've seen refs give women uh, time as well. But like. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, because it still, still sucks. I'm not saying it sucks to the same it degree. Really, it really no, sucks. Honest, honestly, no matter what you got down there, it hurts when it, it when hurts. it gets hit. Doesn't feel good. There's a lot of blood there. Just hurts. Sensitive I'm, place. I'm watching a video from <laughs> ten months ago where this Russian guy kicks this black guy in the dick a lot. Well, that's but not, like, that's not good. <laughs> but like, it's not great. It seems yeah. it seems like he does it intentionally, like three times. You get points taken off, which in MMA. Uh, there's only ever like a differential of up to three points per round. Like points are a huge deal. If the ref thinks you're doing it intentionally, they will take a point from the round. Can I ask he you like, a very does it fa- I'm going to send oh, you ahead. this. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, send y'all this and tell me if he's punching this dude in the dick on purpose or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, please. <clears throat> uh, what fight is this? Let's see. UFC fighter gets, this is the name of the video, which you did not say. UFC fighter gets kicked in the testicles again and again. Well, it's, it's because it's because there um, was another headline that I was going to read from uh, Real Deadspin um, oh, from man. Patrick Redford. I yeah. miss Deadspin.com. What a, what a good website yeah, that me was. Too. Boy, um, these ball shots are rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, <sighs> UFC yeah. fighter Bryce Mitchell drilled his nuts apart. So oh. I was going to train today, but I ripped my nutsack in half. Oh. That seems not ideal. Oh. I don't remember this fight, but this sucks. I, I, this okay, sucks. I, I, sorry, I do have to read this. Please. Mitchell is 10 and 0 in his pro career MMA, his pro MMA career against humans and 0 and 1 against power tools. And now here's a quote. So I was going to train today, but I ripped my nutsack in half. I'm about to get stitched up. I was holding the board over my head with a drill in my pants. I was sizing up the board and the drill went off and tangled my nuts up in it. I dropped the board and reversed the drill and untangled my nutsack, but they was ripped in half. I'm serious, too. I obviously can't post a pic, but when my nuts are sealed up, uh, I'm going to come back and train again. I think a high kick would rip them. Why? And if I hear any shitty puns about how this whole thing is nutty or screwed up, I ain't talked to you for about a month. If you're going to drop a pun or make fun of me, at least put some thought into, lol. Well, at least you made it easy to figure out what I'm going to pull out of the episode. Yeah, you made that very, very clear. In this video, by the way, of the guy who kicks the guy in the dick a lot, yeah. he does get points taken off. Yeah, he's getting uh, points taken off. The ref, the ref correctly... Uh, gives him uh, the punishment. Yeah, this human uh, child they can who kick is you the out referee fully as well. I like, yeah, I like how they can, literally they literally take like a full few minutes to let him recover, and then immediately comes immediately back and kicks him the balls again. Yes, can what? you this do poor guy? Oh my god! Do you get one bat? Like, can he punch the other? Can the can the can the <laughs> kicky be the kicker? To kind of like even it out, just do like one, like one big kick to the dick to kind of like even it out. I mean, that would be nice. I would, that no. would be nice. Danielle, can I ask you the most fan fight podcast question ever? Fuck yeah. Because, Fuck yeah, because yeah. it does not really belong on this show in a way, okay. but I, it, in, in wrestling, professional wrestling, there okay. is there is a type of match called the Iron Man match or the Iron Woman match, which is basically sure. like a set time limit where each wrestler gets a, you know, an hour or 30 minutes or whatever to score the most fall. So it's basically scored like mm. 
you know, I, oh, I pinned yeah, Eddie Guerrero pins Kurt Angle twice and Kurt Angle submitted Eddie Guerrero three times. So uh, Kurt Angle wins, you know, that kind of thing. There is a tactic in those matches. And by tactic, I mean, you know, you know what I mean? A scripted tactic. <laughs> Duh. Sure. Uh, a trope. A trope, if yeah. you will, where where <laughs> let's say a villainous person will take a chair and beat the living garbage out of the other person and get disqualified on purpose and they lose a fall. But then they're able to basically like pin the other guy twice because he just oh, beat the shit out of him with a chair. I see. Yeah. Now, is there a scenario in MMA uh-huh. where this where let's say that this this white Russian dude. Uh, uh, he he kicks the balls twice. Okay, <laughs> two two, and, two ball kicks. Two ball kicks. The points are taken away. He does not yeah. do the third, but instead goes for like you know a leg bar, like a knee bar or something. Mm-hmm. And the other guy is just worried that his dick is going to get hit again, so he's kind of not really ready for it. And then the the Russian guy wins. Like, is that anything? Yeah, I mean, there's really, like, there's no rule preventing that scenario from happening, it's for so sure. What guess, so what I guess I'm saying is, is that anything? I'll put up and listen. I mean, like, anything? I'll take my I call mean, off the air. Oh, my God. I yield my time. I yield, no, I mean, I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> I yield my time. Fuck you. Uh, yeah, like... God, that might that might be the. I mean, you're not you're not allowed to do things you're not allowed to do. The right. ref, okay, and, that's and a lot that, of refs, okay. Wait, sorry, I'm writing that yeah, down. Not too. allowed I to do things that I just you're not said a Danielle thing, do. didn't I? He <laughs> <laughs> just did a Danielle. I said an obvious. Um, good. Now, did did I just stumble upon your new technique when you go back to fighting? No, because I am the most you're the most like, rule following person that's ever lived. I, I am like actually obnoxious about it. Like I I don't like to start if I don't feel like the handshake at the at the beginning is good enough. <laughs> we have to do this again. We have I to do this again. Hold my hand better. <laughs> we, like Vicky and I, because obviously Vicky's my only training partner right now. Like we we're sparring almost every day, at least every day that we're uh, together. And like if we don't do the handshake right, if I don't feel like I got a good you know, solid handshake. I'm like, no, let's do it again. Let's do it again. I, I need to feel like, and like, I constantly will be asking them like, okay, that wasn't too hard, right? Like we're choking the fuck out of each other. Like we really are. Like we're submitting each other left and right. But it's also just like, okay, that wasn't too hard, right? Okay, good, good. <laughs> You're good I didn't right? crank that, did I? That wasn't a crank, was it? Like, I am such a fucking dipshit. I would lose every match in like prof- any professional league that wasn't like very, very regulated because I am that goddamn asshole who's just what like no that was slightly weird mean fighting. <laughs> slightly weird <laughs> what does cranking mean fighting oh, oh crank it's like when you're actually like got someone in a submission and you're you're really mo- doing the motion right oh so not so not you you're do, uh do, do it's literally like a you know what i mean when i oh. when i make that noise oh, like you yeah, are like, yeah, you're like, you're like twisting by direct by gears like you're cranking it yeah i gotcha gotcha gotcha, which is like an asshole move but it's legal in most things like a lot of times especially at lower belts if you have a rear naked choke half the time you're actually winning by jaw crush or neck crank because it hurts so much not because you made the person feel like they're gonna pass out right just like like if you don't have it perfectly on the arteries (laughs) that's half the time what's what's happening at least at again at lower kind of levels with that gotcha yeah (laughs) Well, well, Daniel, will you back. will you choke out this podcast for us? I would love to. I I am doing my best not to make a crank it out joke. And crank well, it. He already did. I did it anyway, he but I wanted you to know that I didn't didn't do it. Here because at Sports I did Middle, it. you can rely on us to crank it out for you. <laughs> that sucks. That's I'm tough. Sorry. That's tough. I'm you. sorry. Well, I guess this podcast Mickey, no. is canceled um, <laughs> because of me and my bad humor. No, everybody, uh, thank you very much, uh, all 32 of you who listened to Sports <laughs> Middle. Christ. I, like, honest to God, all joking aside, I really do appreciate it. Uh, we have decided to 
put the show on hiatus, a little bit like at least some of your favorite sports. There will be another season. Sports Middle will continue. There will be sports. We will be in the middle of them. Uh, but we're going to take a little break. Season one, This we're just going to call this like season one, and we're going to go into the off season. And we're going to recoup, mm-hmm. you know, back to the drawing board. You know, if you're not winning, you're learning. Okay? So wow, we're going to go huge. back and learn. Yeah, see? Danielle's going to teach see? us all how to crank. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, where can people find you online? <laughs> on Twitter at Skippington underscore. Very good. Nikki, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crankmaster69. Uh, <laughs> that's my alt. Or you can find me at Godsewa, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. Excellent. John, how about you? You can find me cranking it on Twitter at FloppyAdult. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I did this, but also I'm really not because it was right there. Uh, if you, for some reason, want to follow me, I'm at Danielle R.I. And again, this has been season one of Sports Middle. We appreciate you. We will be back. Thank you for time traveling with us. Thank you for uh, uh, dealing with old technology with us. Uh, of course, you can follow everything on Fanbyte at Fanbyte Media on Twitter. We are at Fanbyte.com. You can listen to all of our fine podcasts on Fanbyte.com slash podcasts for Everyone, for Dylan, for Nikki, for John, this has been Danielle, uh, Coach Danielle, uh, cranking out the ending of this podcast. (laughs) And I'm going to end with a cheer. I'm going to end with uh, a traditional uh, jujitsu sort of saying. All right. One, two, three. Us. can't just like end it because i don't know what that means yeah what does it mean does it mean something bad that we just no. agree is it like when someone it's gets good. a tattoo in a foreign language and it really says right. like <laughs> fart knockers or whatever instead of <laughs> instead of like life or whatever oh god i mean it's honestly it's like it's just like an enthusiastic like yes like yeah go it's like the jujitsu salute kind of in a lot uh, of ways it's just oh. an us yeah Right. It's like from there's like a Japanese origin way back for sure, Uh, but it's very like most martial arts kind of do it. Like more traditional schools will do like you know that's how you say hi and bye kind of thing. Like us, like yeah, yeah, go dude kind of thing. It's it's a nice thing. It's not a mean thing. It's a nice thing.